Hey, what's up? Finally, yo. What's what he say? Well, brother, how you been? Good, you know. Uh, year wrapping up. I'm pretty excited to just, you know, take a breather for the next week or so. But hey, no, I'm, I'm great, that. man. Yeah, hey, I've been seeing you going around this whole year, so I mean, I definitely know you've been busy, so. <laughs> man, it's crazy. You got to think about it. This is like the first time we're actually like interacting over like anything bro yeah. I, it, it's honestly been years just like after you like about ruby and like just even when you were from the site i'm like damn bro and we really know each other for a good couple of years and not even seen each other's face that, like, yeah it was KTT, nothing, like, i think it was like late 2018 on ktt yeah. like yeah it's like we're going to 2021 yeah bro the the growth has been real and honestly it's it's been cool just like keeping connection just like very subtly like that and just like grow into something very real so i could definitely appreciate that (laughs) um but yeah man before we even get to the music and everything you know um with where you are in houston you know how's like covid been quarantine kind of living through that um it's been it's been a little different because um texas has been like i guess the people like governing around it in different cities have been just treating it very differently like, I don't know if you know, like, what's going on over here. At least, like, in Texas, they, they're very, like, high in cases. So it's, like, kind of like Florida where they're, like, they really don't ha- enforce it too much. So yeah. it's just, like, rapidly just, like, keeps going up and up and up. And they're kind of just wondering why, but it's just, like, they're not kind of doing the right things they need to do. So it's just a situation that whenever they really, like, buckle down, it's going to be handled. But they're kind of just, like all right, we could go to the beach today if that's okay or have a cookout, so. We've, just... we've dropped the ball, I think. Like, yeah. we're going, we're going on full lockdown, or, like, the whole province, so. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, oh yeah. I, yeah. I forgot y'all had actual lockdowns over there. Here, it was just, like, voluntary, and they were just, like, yeah. so. But, I mean, that must have been crazy. Like, did y'all, y'all couldn't go outside at all or anything like that? Or anything? Yeah, way back in March, it was, like, no one. It was, like, a ghost town. And now wow. it's. And now it's kind of like the same thing, and it's like, it's pretty mm-hmm. surreal, you know. I haven't like, I haven't been down in downtown Toronto since March, or like taken a bus, or like been on a subway, wow. like because I live uptown, which is like, mm-hmm. like uh, maybe like an like thirty minute drive away from like real downtown. Oh okay, okay. But usually I go downtown to like you know see a show, concerts, friends live downtown. But I haven't mm-hmm. been since March. Why? That's crazy. Yeah. Bro, because, like, I mean, other people tell me, like, like st- stories like you're telling me, and I'm just like, man, like, I, I guess it's just, like, everyone's different experience, because, like, for me here, it's, like, out of, like, in the beginning, like, it was, like, I really felt it, too, but it wasn't, like, even as bad as what other people were saying, like, some yeah. people, like, had everything closed, like, I, I mean, at some point, everything closed here, but, like, I think for, like, that March to, like, April, like, once that, like, beginning period, like, nobody knew what was going on after, like, that whole period, it was like, like you said, you do you didn't go on buses over there. I was like, I remember people just going to bars and people being yeah, on buses. Crazy. Like a month and a half, like two months later. So it was like, people are saying all these stories about like, man, I can't do all this stuff. And we're just like out going to gyms and like at bars. So I'm just like, that's why like, some people are like, how come you don't understand? Like everything around me is just, it looks, people are saying it's bad, but it still looks kind of normal. Yeah. So it's like, if I was over there, I'd probably understand. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, man, before we even, like, really get to it, too, you know, let me just, for the viewers, I guess, you know, we should just introduce ourselves, you know. So, this platform, Studio One, 
name is Jabril Osmond. You know, the whole point of the platform is putting artists on, you know, whether it's in my own city, whether it's around the world, you know, it's the whole point is just conversation. And, you know, me and you would go a way back, but, you know, <laughs> for the viewers that don't know you, can you briefly, you know, introduce yourself and then we'll get started. Okay. Um, I'm Kaiba Morales, um, we're at from Santana. Um, pretty much I've known Jabril since late 2018, uh, ever since I showed him Ruby and we just kind of been cool since then. Um, from Houston, Texas, I pretty much make hip hop, pop, alternative, a little bit of dream pop and ever my latest project comes out next week, the 28th, 29th. So <laughs> excited about that. Cool, man. Um, I remember way back, you kind of told me you like moved around a lot when you were younger, you know, and then I guess yeah. you, like, you settled on, you know, Houston. Talk about like moving around and the artists that you listened to, you know, when you were younger. Mm, well, I was originally born in New York um, after like seven or eight, like uh, my parents pretty much lived downtown where 9-11 happened. So they were like, let's get out of there. Uh, moved to Florida at 13. No, at like seven, I left Florida when I was like 13. But I remember like the scene in Florida, that's what I really got into like actual music because my parents were like really religious. So they were like, they, I don't know if you remember the old iPod commercial where it's like the black figures and they had the yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they saw that and they were like, oh, you can't, you're not, never going to get one. So I was like, man, I just wanted music so bad. And the first song I ever heard on the radio was um, Gold Digger by Kanye. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. And then I heard um, like Confessions by Usher. Um, and I just heard like that whole wave and I was like, oh, this is nuts. And being in the South is, it just is so different. Like how people react to like R and B and just like more like hip hop and stuff like that. So that was a really cool experience. After like 13, went to Colorado. I was, I wasn't even really into hip hop then. I was more like into like Fall Out Boy, Gorillaz, yeah. uh, My Chemical Romance. And that's really what influenced me though. Like, I think my freshman year would really like change me to even think about making music or anything is when I heard 808s and Heartbreak. And when I heard that and Man on the Moon 1, I was like, yeah, I didn't know rap could be like that. I was like, oh, you could do that too. Like, maybe I should try to do that one day. So those are like definitely like the albums for me that like I hold close, um, Watch the Throne um, because the internet. Um, and uh, shortly after that, honestly, to be honest, I finished high school, moved down to Texas and I just kind of was like in a really bad funk because yeah. everyone I had like been growing around for like seven, eight years, like middle school, high school, just totally left. And I was like, man, I don't know what to do with my life. And pretty much I had like $120 and I bought this like super terrible laptop. Like I could not take it off the power cord. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I ripped FL Studio and I was just like, let's, let's see how this goes. And from there, it's just, I was locked myself in there like prior did like a Kanye make three beats a day type thing. And I guess it wasn't really to just show, it was just like, oh, let's let's see how fun this could be. And now we're here pretty much. Like I I just kind of like took on that challenge of producing and then I was like, well, maybe I could rap. Then yeah. I learned how to rap and I was like, well, maybe I could sing. And I'm kind of just on that still. But I think just the whole progression of art, just really seeing yourself through, I kind of take that uh, JPEG line. It's like, they're really just, they're seeing you, not even your product. They're just really investing in who you actually are and what you can actually bring to the table. Yeah. Before we get into the music, like, you know, songs and, you know, recording things that, let's go on the production side. You know, what mm. beat or what type of, like, instrumental did you make for yourself? And you were like, okay, I think I figured 
something out? What was the first time you felt like FL Studio was actually working for you? Um, like for me, like to personally rap on it, or like the first beat I like made, and I was like, oh, this is working. That you know, like it's working because um, I know it had to have taken a while for you. To, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely took a. I think um, there was a song. I, it, it's not even anywhere anymore. It was called The Rainforest on Mars or something. It was like very weird. And I did like these very obscure drums and everything. And I was like, this is a really weird song. I don't know what to do. And somehow, I don't even know how, I found like um, a new Paul's like email, like Jai Paul's whole brother's email. And I was like, you know what? I'll take a long shot and I'll send it to him. And I was like, I guess I was expecting more. So I was like, oh, maybe he'll like it. I'll do all that. But he sent me like some feedback back, which was even better. He was like, oh, I really like these drums keep going and for him to just do that it really like fuel the fire for me to just be like wow i'm just gonna keep doing experimental stuff like make crazy drums like i think for me it was always about like the drums and then the melody came like i'm more obsessed with melody now but i feel like if i hear like a good like drum roll if i hear like a good sample i'm like oh it just it had to put that on there (laughs) yeah and then going from production to you know going on locally on your own production when did you decide to make the switch? You know, was it the idea of, I know you sent, you know, the track and got amazing feedback, but for you, were you like, I have all these beats, I might as well, you know, indulge in it, I guess? Is that where you were looking at it? Um, Actually, like really before I had shown you anything or I meant anything, I was really good at, I still have it on my SoundCloud. I have like this whole instrumental like beat tape. And I guess like this whole time, I was really going to like a weird time in my life and I was going to record that and put that out while I was there and really like show pretty much everybody some stuff happened and I pretty much was about to like move out of my place and I was kind of like feeling I think in the beginning of the year when I was going to record the project I wasn't vocally courageous and then before I left I was like I was going through a bad part of my life and I was like I'm yeah. gonna risk I'm just gonna do anything so that's why like it was like a, a mix between like yeah I had a, a lot of beats but I think whenever I showed you like Ruby and everything it was like more I think I made that very recently because more in the situation was going on. So I was like, yeah, I had all these beats and I wanted to do something with it. But the way I was feeling, I was like, I just need to go with what I'm going to make. This encapsulates the time right now. And if I can't do that other stuff, then I guess it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And then going into like the projects that you made, you know, prior to this new one that's coming out, how did you jump into those ones? And how did you like connect with, you know, Tanner, who was a part of Ponderosa and things like that. How do you guys collaborate and work together and, you know, make this these projects prior to this new one? Um, pretty much, um, like, for the first project, it was, like, kind of some very beginner stuff. We didn't really know how to jump into it. It's like, we had already had plans of doing all these other projects, but we never actually started doing one. So we're like, all right, let's just go, like, to the wall with it. Let's just try anything. So yeah. it was very homey, like... It was, we had just moved into a new place so we're like we're still figuring things out and I think it really it really encapsulated like a moment us being there and we on that one we worked a lot closer together like we were like a lot more visually artistic like um, musically just like hand in hand and for the second um, project it was a lot more different because it was like that sophomore feeling like even though we hadn't really got any accolades or anything like that there's like okay this is our second project we gotta come back we gotta come back hard and we did it very differently like i think i handled more music and he handled more visuals yeah but the way we work together is just um i, I like for rainbow zinc like he did 
most of the production on it. I think I probably did like 20%. Like, we just like really take each other's ideas and like, whenever he made that, I was like asleep. He woke me up with the beat and I was like, man, what is this? And then like, I ended up putting like some bass over it and I kind of tweaked with it a little bit and I was like, I'm still not feeling it. And then we kind of just really push it. Like, he sees something in me and he'll tell me that. And that's, when whenever we first started working together, it was like, oh, maybe he's kind of like attacking like the ego or like yeah. saying something personal. But once you get past all that, it's really just like, look, I see this. And if you can get there, then this is like something better. And when he showed me that, I was like, oh, this is the act. This is Rainbow Zing. This is a song. Like, this isn't just a beat. So really a lot of it, like this new project is a little bit different. I handled it a, a lot more myself, but I think more in the past with the better results, we saw that, okay, let's give and take with like even visuals. Like I'm not really good at, you know, designing stuff, but I'm like, hey, you should you know, get a different angle. You maybe you should change this color up or maybe you should change this texture. And pretty much that's how we get to like where we are. Yeah. And going to this, you know, new project, you released transporting, you know, the video and things like that. How did you guys gauge that uh, in the visuals and making that? Because I know it's, you know, it's colorful, you know, it's well put together and things like that. How did you guys go into that? Um, we kind of just wanted to make something that really felt like was due and do was like very colorful like even just the cover and just like all the songs are very like vibrant and i was like you know i think let's we should try something like that and the whole three screen thing didn't really happen until the end because what really was going to happen was we we're just going to release like three different alternate videos and we're yeah. just going to like all right does this happen so it was really just a recording process of like a year like my brother helped record some tanner helped record some and we just like got all this footage of just different ideas up until like I think like two months ago we had even shot like the last final shots of everything and you get the last idea so I think with that one when we finished the first version we had had some footage that was almost there but not enough and then we put it aside and we we're like let's put let's do this project and we'll come back to it and it just came along very naturally honestly and then of course you know like you've done in the past we're just standing and reasoning out there you know you yeah, Frank Ocean, you got, you know, a nice heart co sign. You know? yeah. I'm still gassed about that. Yeah, for real. I, I honestly, it was just like super random, and I don't know. I, I'm just happy that it happened, to be honest. <laughs> sure, man. And now, when it comes to like, you know, projects and things like that, considering you have one, you know, coming out next week, are you already like, I'm going to drop after, I got music after, you know, things like that? Or are you just gonna enjoy this release you know how are you feeling just right now prior to it coming out um it's like a mix like i kind of want to but i'm like a very hard worker in a very weird way like even like a week before i have to finish it like i'm already thinking like i want to just start whole new projects and all this stuff so like i don't know I, I have like a plan for the eps like a time schedule and everything but i think it, what I want to do right now is just kind of like a mix of it, maybe just enjoy it, mix some beats here and there and just, you know, I think it's just, um, when you work on something for so long, sometimes you don't like enjoy the flowers and I think I should just sit back for a little bit, at least see it for a second. <laughs> for sure. Um, now going back to, you know, the first thing that we talked about on Kate's Tea and things that, how did you get, you know, yourself involved into that community? You know, I think for me it was, I can't even honestly remember I know it was KT1, like the first one, yeah. and it was years ago, maybe like 2014 when I made my blog, maybe around there. But I don't remember when I 
got involved how, why did you get involved and talk about how like hard it is to like put your music on there because people are so harsh to everyone you know what i mean yeah like people that don't know ktt is just a community of like not just comedy fans pretty much like one of the biggest internet forum communities and i definitely do feel you on the part where like people not being so accessible and like being so kind because i mean ktt2 is a lot better like they're everyone's cool they're friendly yeah but, KTT one was like a war zone. It was like if you ever post in the music section, it was like go back to creative. Like no one would, <laughs> no feedback at all. It would just turn me every time. So um, why did I get in there? Honestly, um, I think I found it randomly. I'm trying to remember where I found it. Even like yeah. even I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, like all I know is like I I found it. I got on there and I was like, wait, there's other like the producer chat back then was offhand like they it, like now it's like you can't post links like i remember on there we used to post links to like uh torrents and everything and then I was yeah then they banned like, it like yeah they're like no you can't do that anymore so yeah. i was there back then I, the reason i guess was just i was just in, trying to get into something that was very new that was just like all right this isn't like twitter or facebook or anything like this is just very different and i saw things that i wanted to get out of that too where it's just like maybe i just wanted to talk about just childish gambino and there's not really a place to do that on Twitter. There's not like groups or anything that just talk about a specific thing. So I got into that and getting into stuff like that helped me get into like the producer chat where I just got actual software from when I was first starting off and just really great advice to just keep going, to be honest. So honestly, I love KTT. Like, it just found me because it gave me some connections to just anything. <laughs> no, honestly, me too, man. It's crazy because like Brock Hampton came from KTT and yet yeah. even to this day, you know, when people put their music on the forums it's the same like troll it's, it, that's why I love it to be honest it's just funny the way people you know react to things for real bro like and they, they're just saying like oh they still have like uh, secret accounts and stuff like that and I'm just like it's so cool just for like people just think I like have that whole thing where it's like yeah this guy is this person in KTT the whole time it's just like <laughs> you, you never really honestly know <laughs> exactly but yeah man you know where you are now musically, how would you, you know, describe yourself, you know, in terms of traveling and, you know, earlier in, you know, in your life and things like that. And finally, kind of in the past couple of years, you've been releasing music. How do you feel where you are now? Do you feel confident, like, for the following year, you know, 2021, so close? Do you feel like you're where you should be? I think I'm coming into form. I think it's like the perfect, like, transition i think 2020 was like a perfect year for me because i realized that even though there was like a lot going on in the world that there was still like a lot going on within me as well so i still need to take a step back from everything and right now i just i feel like it's just like a very transitional period where it's like like i'm ending the first half of the concept like all these things are just happening in my life so it's just right now i feel like i'm very confident and I'm, it feels like i'm just Loading into something else that's just going to put me just more elevated to where I was. And going into this idea of 2021, are there certain things, you know, everybody has their, you know, New Year's resolution, you know, for you, you know, what are some things for you being as an artist? So what are some things you want to like check off next year? You know, are you still looking to release, you know, EPs? You know, are you thinking about the idea of an album, you know, or trying to figure out shows whenever that kind of comes back? What are some like, things you would like to do next year you know hopefully if things go back to normal i guess 
Um, I would definitely want to start doing some shows. Um, that would definitely be really cool. I would, to be honest, anywhere. <laughs> um, I want to start doing more collaborations, like actually producing for people. Um, get like my first actual blog placements. And honestly, just see if I can even do like a meet or maybe hop on with somebody or just I, I'm really just open to just anything. Like, I, of course, I ha I'm trying to finish the next two concept EPs for the project at Go and two. So maybe the next one, like maybe two, won't come out the next year, maybe 2022. But um, I do have like plans for like a bunch of singles, a lot more videos, um, just a lot of different situations, to be honest. So I think it's just going to be really exciting. Like, I have like my whole like whiteboard over here with like actual like like listing goals. Like I yeah. can just go off on telling you everything. So or I just like keep it short and sweet to be sure, honest. Um, you know, usually when I get to like the final question, I would ask an artist kind of on the same vein that we're doing. You know, upcoming shows, what's next, and all things that you know. But COVID kind of stopped all of that. So for the most part, I usually just ask like an artist like kind of a unique question to them to kind of end it off. So for you, you know, kind of really early on. In your career you know what's the hardest thing about being an artist early on in your career and what's kind of the best thing about being an artist for you that is a good question uh, I think the like one of the best like one of the things I don't like might be like maybe when you make something and you feel like you deserve a little bit more recognition or maybe just at least someone telling me like, hey, I really appreciate this. Like, I mean, you know, I do, but I mean, at a certain point, you want people to just be like, this is this is good. Like, I don't, you don't need to like be melting your skull over this, but if you just like appreciate it, like, oh, this is a good time. Like, I appreciate this, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I appreciate that. Um, one of the things that I do, another thing like I, another thing I do appreciate was maybe, um, What's it called? More time to just work on the actual craft itself, you know? Yeah. So I feel like a lot more major artists, like if not someone like JPEG or Chanel Stress or someone who's like very experienced with the production, it's like I feel like either they're getting beats from someone or it's just like they're just picking something that sounds very generic. So I feel like now in my area, like I could just spend more time. I could just, you know, do different types of things and I don't have to be blocked by anything, maybe. If I sign later on, I can't make this type of beat because it doesn't sound like this, or I can't do this because it doesn't fit with that. So I think right now it's just the ultimate freedom to just be like an amateur and just be free with like my concept and just try everything. Because I think right now it's just just showing people what I could do. Like I don't think this is you know set in stone. I, I feel like it definitely do a lot better, but I just need to show people what is out there, what available, what Kyle can offer. Cool, man. Um... Again, you know, finally, you know, finally connecting over, you know, Zoom of all things. But yeah, man, like 2018, I think. Yeah, bro. Like, I still remember, like, August, September. I really want to come out there, too, to Canada, at least this year. But, but I, was in, I, I was in Houston for, like, what felt like nine hours. Like, last, really? like, 2019, I think. Remember, like, oh, yeah. Like, I, remember I was like, let's meet up. And you're like, oh, I have to go tomorrow. I was like, damn, <laughs> terrible. But yeah, man, again, finally connecting. Um, first thing I noticed on your music that I really like was the production. Um, right. I, I, that was the first thing I'm like, well, this is 
crazy. And <laughs> I'm I'm glad, you know, we've kept in contact. I'm glad, you know, you've kept doing the music. I'm glad I've kept, you know, working on all the things I do. Um, early congratulations on this new EP coming out. Thank you, thank you. And I'm sure, you know, this isn't going to be the last time we connect. Hopefully, no. it's not no, over no. Zoom and it's in person somehow. Yeah, for real. We're definitely, we're definitely going to catch up, my friend. Definitely. Again, man, you know, enjoy the rest of the day. Music is great. Great to finally connect. <laughs> Later. Okay. Later, man. Studio One.